Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 973. It wasn't much trouble, I said. I'm just sorry it took so long. I can't thank you enough for this. Denna reached out and took my hand between hers. You would think that would have helped, that a gift and clasped hands would make between us. But the silence was back now, stronger than before, thick enough that you could spread it on your bread and eat it. There are some silences that even words cannot drive away. And while Denna was touching my hand, she wasn't holding it. There is a world of difference. Denna looked up at the sky. The weather's turning, she said. We should probably head back before it rains. I nodded and we left. Clouds cast their shadows across the field behind us as we went. That's the page and the chapter. I'm Jeremy. I'm Jordana. I'm Nick. And here we have an example of a, a thing I'm sure we all learned about in a high school English class. Pathetic fallacy. I forget what that is. What's that? Pathetic fallacy is when the weather in a scene. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So the weather starts to turn. There's clouds casting their shadows on the field, just as there is now a Paul cast over Quoth and Dennis relationship. Pathetic fallacy is the literary version of atmospheric perspective. What's atmospheric What's perspective? That? Yay! My turn! Atmospheric perspective is in uh, a piece of art when uh, you use uh, the hue of something or the shadow of something to, to create distance. Um, so, for example, as things get further back in the painting, they either get lighter or darker. Mm. Or, like, easier uh- to see... How do you make the painting sad? Uh, With context and colors. Because pathetic fallacy makes it sad. Okay, but pathetic fallacy can also make it happy. No. Why not? It's pathetic. Oh. Oh! (laughs) Oh, that is sad. (laughs) Okay, to the page. As I said yesterday, I think that what Quoth says here makes it worse. I think that if Quoth had said, instead of, it wasn't much trouble, if he had gone, yeah, man, I had to set fire to his rooms and I pissed on his clothes. It was hilarious. And then they could- they Yeah, could exactly. Like, I set up an elaborate heist with all my friends. <laughs> this yeah, is a case where like, like, in, where like self-deprecation and, and modesty do not serve him. Yep. Yeah, you change the subject, you bond over what a pill Ambrose is, you have a laugh over uh, your Honesty is the best clothes. policy. Mm. And I think normally the two of you would be like, oh, Kvothe is always talking about how great he is, how, what hot shit he is. But this is, this is literally a time where he should be less humble. <laughs> yeah, this is that, true. Um, again, might have saved it, but I think the damage is done. Here they are. The, the fallacy is pathetic. Mm-hmm. Also, you don't need to be talking about how how hot shit you are in order to properly tell that story with honesty. So, I think that's it true. Could you could just have it. a laugh. It, it could be like one of it could be a you know an absolute legend story. Mm-hmm. Both yeah. is a mad lad. It's true, the maddest of lads. Um, this is another example of uh, silence that is uh, inhabited with physicality with Mm -hmm. weight and texture uh silence that is characterized i'm not suggesting that it's related to the silence of three parts but it's interesting that silence 
is a recurrent presence in the book, uh, often a negative one, often a pathetically fallacious one, if that is in fact the past tense of pathetic fallacy. (laughs) I'm going to make an executive decision that it is. Sure. Why not? What is there to lose? Jeremy, if you give a lot of oral sex, are you fallacious? Um... Okay, wait, what? Oh, yes, I see it. If you give a lot of oral sex badly, are you pathetically fallacious? Yes, definitely. You're like kind of sad about it. You're like, oh, I don't do this very often, so don't get mad, okay? Yeah, just just what everybody wants, a sad (laughs) blowjob. Not just sad, but like kind of like looking for sympathy. Yeah, contemptible, (laughs) a contemptible (laughs) blowjob. Oh, I'm just a birthday boy. I'm just a little birthday boy. You wouldn't refuse a blowjob from a birthday boy. You wouldn't be cocky. Me, I'm just a little birthday boy. I don't understand this meme to its full extent. Don't worry, Jordana. Jordana. Is there anything else you want to talk about on this page, Jordana? Um, yes, I did have a note briefly to transfer over from the other page, which was uh, we were talking about uh Dana and how she reacted to the ring and how she reacted with the like oh to like the Quoth and Ambrose situation and I was thinking that if she does in fact assume that uh, Quoth uh, talked to him into respecting women and got the ring back that way she she might be feeling frustrated at uh, like the patriarchy of that situation in which she couldn't convince a, a man to respect women only a man can convince a man to respect women apparently according to how how this worked out in Dennis brain kind of thing like no maybe doubt. that's what and she's reacting to i also think Absolutely. that is a far more positive read on what that conversation might have entailed uh i think it's far more likely that she sees it as like quoth and he got buddy buddy yeah or something or they like, like that talked quoth- about you know how hot she is and how it's close turn now and like hey could you you'd be really doing me a solid if you're done with her to give me yes absolutely that would be the worst way to read it and i'm giving it a lot more like i'm taking a lot of assumptions out of it i'm i'm like like if it went exactly the way that denna did pose it well i i think we have to understand that denna is is seeing the worst case scenario here is assuming the worst yeah, mm-hmm. but even if it was the best case scenario, it still really sucks. Yeah, well, yeah, that well, would and I mean, fly I, contrary to what everyone knows of Ambrose's character, also. Yeah, like here's the thing: when Dennis said in that long ago uh, page, you know, around 158, when she was like, "Oh, what are you going to do? Like, uh, talk to him like a gentleman and agree that you shouldn't treat women that way?" She's being sarcastic because she knows that, like, that's not a conversation that any man has ever had with another another man. The only conversation I think she can imagine <laughs> is uh, is like one that is degrading to her. Well, in a way, even that conversation is degrading because it's frustrating that only a, a man could convince that person. Like you couldn't, yes. a woman couldn't. Yeah. Anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Anything else you want to talk about on today's page, Jordana? Okay, I have my final note, which is uh, the end of the chapter. This chapter was called The Stories of Stones, referring to the stones that uh, Denna tells Quoth to listen to the stories for, and then Quoth does, and then uh, the rest of this chapter ensues. Also, there are gray stones. Yes. 
Yeah, I think that totally about covers it. <laughs> we have a letter, a letter Yay. from the mailbag. This is from Grace, the Wolf of Jersey, who writes, Thoughts on 966. Hello, pagers. We are heading towards the end, and I am trying to contend myself with potentially not hearing... Oh, this this literally just arrived. Um, sorry. I am... Hello, pagers. We are heading toward the end, and I'm trying to contend myself with potentially not hearing you guys every day. I never really experienced any of your breaks because I have been playing catch-up, and I'm not sure what I will do with myself instead. On a side note, I do hope you read The Slow Regard. I started reading it, but Aury's viewpoint gave me a lot of anxiety, and since I read before bed, my dreams were nuts. I had to stop, (laughs) so I'm interested in being able to experience it with you guys. I am writing to the convo you had on page 966 where you called Quoth a gentleman. Apologies, but I got to disagree heavily. A gentleman can't murder six people he met on the road in cold blood. A gentleman can't mutilate a corpse and kill 30 soldiers. I think of Sim as a gentleman. Could you imagine Sim mutilating a corpse with sympathy when faced with the same situations? There's not a shot Sim could stomach it. Quoth has shown his spirit of a controlled and quiet anger. To think the conversation on how, even when things seem to have died down with Ambrose, how he goes out of his way to stir up the trouble. A gentleman searches for ways out of the fray, not ways to light matches to it. Jordana also pointed out that Quoth's been told he's not a gentleman. The duality cannot be accidental. Excited to continue. Thank you for all you do. Signed, The Wolf of Jersey. Yes, I, I mean, agree. My also, I have questions. I mean, I don't agree because my counterpoint is I think if a gentleman got mad, then he could kill a bunch of bandits in the woods. That's sort of the point. Jordana, what are your questions? Okay, my questions were, uh, how is Hulu spelled? Uh, it's H-E-L and three O's. Excellent. Perfect. I'm so glad. See, I was thinking that maybe it was like H-E-L-L-U, uh, but I'm really glad that it's not because it's the Wolf of Jersey and they're howling and that's just gold. <laughs> uh, that was my that question one. Uh, I forget what question two is, but I like this letter and I agree. <laughs> Yeah, we will do some kind of coverage of Slow Regard. I was thinking about this today. We haven't really talked about it still. We're kind of procrastinating, doing making long-term plans, I think, because we're so tired and looking forward to taking a break. This is the first time I've breaching it with you guys, but I think we should do a page-by-page of Slow Regard. Now, that said- I mean, it it's may- not that big a commitment. Slow Regard is small. I would be down not until after your wedding, though. <laughs> yeah, of course. No, no, no. Definitely not. Probably a full year's break, but we'll talk about that later. The other thing is that slow regard, the pages are smaller, so there will be less to talk about, and it's also less, or it's it's more obtuse. But, you know, in keeping with the spirit of our podcast, I think we should do page by page. I'm down. All right, Jeremy's outvoted. I mean, that's not fair. We shouldn't do that to Jeremy. It's outrageous. <laughs> Maybe we can bribe him. I love democracy. <laughs> How can I be on the podcast and not be granted a decision about what what denomination of pages we read in? You are a co-host of this podcast, but we do not grant you right of the rank of page decider. <laughs> page decider can only be two or more in tandem. Always, Always two, two there are. are. <laughs> <laughs> listeners more than two there will be of episodes of this podcast with tomorrow's page of the the win. win